I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. We now know the identity of a man shot by police officers in Arlington County Friday night. Just a year after his father was murdered, a teenager shot and killed in D.C. I'm Luke Lukert. Strong opinions on Arlington's missing middle concept to create more affordable housing. I'm Sandy Kozell. WTOP News Time, 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Vicki Barker in London. With next month's midterm elections looming, President Biden tells voters in Oregon Americans can't afford to elect Republicans, who he says will undo his Inflation Reduction Act. Last year, a family of four with health coverage through the Affordable Care Act, they saved an average of $2,400 because of the American Rescue Plan that I signed in law. Now the Inflation Reduction Act locks in place those lower premiums for millions of families. Former President Trump expected to stump for GOP candidates. In Stockton, California, Mayor Kevin Lincoln says the arrest of a suspected serial killer early yesterday proves this. We will use every resource at our disposal to make sure the people of our city are protected. 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee expected to be charged over six fatal shootings. Police in North Carolina haven't yet said why a 15-year-old went on a rampage Thursday. Five people were killed, including the suspect's 16-year-old brother. This would have been different if, if uh, this young man, for whatever reason, did not have access to these weapons. Vice President Kamala Harris tweeted about the tragedy, urging Congress to pass an assault weapons ban. CBS News correspondent Elise Preston. Advocates for the young immigrants known as Dreamers are still processing Friday's federal court ruling. CBS's Stacey Lynn has more. Those already in the program can renew their applications, but no one new can apply. Susana Lujano is originally from Mexico. We are real people that have emotions, that have lives that we've established here. The judge's order extending the program protects hundreds of thousands of Dreamers from being deported. About 22 million current and former federal employees and job applicants will be getting a check in the mail soon. CBS's Christopher Cruz tells us why. More than seven years after it happened, the federal government has agreed to compensate those who had their personal information stolen when the federal HR system was hacked. The government will pay $63 million to settle the class action lawsuit. The payout for those who suffered even minor financial losses will be at least $700. Others could get up to $10,000. More than two weeks after Hurricane Ian slammed into Florida, the state's citrus growers are still counting the cost. Here's CBS's Linda Kenyon. Ron Petaway is a citrus farmer surveying the devastation Hurricane Ian left behind. We're estimating at least 40% of our crop is on the ground and unusable. The CEO of the Florida Citrus Mutual Trade Association, Matt Joyner, puts it this way. This is no doubt a gut punch to an industry that we believe is on the cusp of being able to stabilize and start to rebuild. You're listening to CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 7.03 on Sunday, October 16, 2022. 58 degrees in Arlington. Highs today reaching the low 70s.
Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. The former D.C. deputy mayor is telling his side of the story after resigning this week. He stepped down after an assault allegation and a police statement that said he lived in Falls Church instead of the district, which is a requirement for the position he held. Chris Geldart says he was staying part-time with his family in Falls Church and part-time with a friend in the district. He told the Washington Post, I geo-bachelored. That's slang often used in the military where a family chooses to live in a different location than the service member. Geldart did serve in the Marines. He says he paid part of the rent as well as his D.C. taxes. He didn't talk about the incident that prompted the scrutiny. He's due in court Monday after a man filed a criminal complaint of assault and battery, saying Geldart grabbed his throat in a Gold's Gym parking lot in Arlington. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. The D.C. family is dealing with the death of a teenaged family member. This comes just a year after his father was killed in the same neighborhood. Andre Robertson Jr. was shot and killed near Kelly Miller Middle School Thursday afternoon. He was sitting on a porch when a golden sedan pulled up and three suspects got out and shot him multiple times. The 15-year-old's father, Andre Robertson Sr., was killed on October 1st last year just a few blocks away. D.C. police say Andre Sr. was beaten to death by Darius Robertson, his cousin. Darius Robertson was arrested last December. He has been charged with second-degree murder and is awaiting trial trial. Police are continuing to look for the three suspects in the shooting of Andre Robertson Jr. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Arlington County police have identified the man shot by one of its officers in Sherlington. They say 44-year-old El Amin Muti of Waldorf was armed at the time of Friday night's shooting. Officers were responding to shots fired on South Sherlington Road near South Glebe Road just after 7.30 p.m. After getting there, they say he raised a gun towards them. One officer then fired and injured Muti after he ignored commands to drop the gun. He was hospitalized for his wound. No officers were hurt during the incident. Muti is charged with brandishing and being a felon in possession of a gun. Officials say additional charges are pending. The two officers have been placed on administrative leave. A proposal meant to create a more affordable housing, more affordable housing in Arlington continues to spark debate on both sides of the issue. Brian Casabianca told the Arlington board at Saturday's meeting that rezoning neighborhoods where there are only single family homes to allow developers to build low rise multi-unit structures won't lower prices. Building more housing on land will not make new housing more affordable because the biggest cost of housing is land. And land prices rise when upzoning occurs, especially in large metro areas. Charles Day spoke on behalf of those who support the missing middle concept. Please vote to give Arlington more options so more people living here can have a shot at staying here. Average sales price for a single family home in Arlington now tops $1 million. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. He's accused of threatening a group of soccer players at Hunter's Woods Park in Montgomery Village last weekend. Now he's under arrest. Police say 26-year-old Jonathan Boca of Gaithersburg waved a gun and made racial slurs toward the group Saturday. He's charged with reckless endangerment, a crime motivated by race or religion, and use of of a firearm and a crime of violence and first-degree assault. Coming up after traffic and weather, the benefits of e-cigarettes and helping adults stop smoking. Well, has that been overshadowed by media coverage focusing on the risks for teens? Well, more about what a group of experts is saying about that. That's coming up in a couple of minutes. It's 7.07. What do you have for us today, Charlotte? Charlotte is the little sister of the tooth fairy. Charlotte is the junk fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months... Yes? You're not storing stuff? 
you got junk. Turn your storage shed into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month for October is the Susan G. Komen Foundation. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Turn breast cancer awareness into action by supporting Susan G. Komen's mission to save lives and end breast cancer. Donate and learn more at Komen.org. That's Komen.org. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. It's 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, right now, not a whole lot of delays going on through the area, but we do still have a few problems to talk about. If you're on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, seeing a delay still northbound, trying to head toward Route 32, the crash was over on the right shoulder, but a tow truck may have shown up to the scene, so watch out in case that right lane has been blocked again. If you're trying to get across the Bay Bridge, the westbound span of the bridge is still closed for a work crew, so they do have one lane in each direction running on the eastbound span of the bridge. Use caution traveling across that stretch. Southbound 95 at 32, the work had been reported along the right side. Also, keep an eye out on the Governor Thomas Johnson Bridge. There's scheduled work going on there today. Uh, if they are doing it, you will be alternating across the bridge, uh, and so expect the delay there. Now, in the district, we do have a closure in place for the Turkish Festival going on today. This is Constitution Avenue between 3rd and 7th Streets Northwest, Pennsylvania Avenue between 3rd and 7th Streets as well. You'll also find 6th Street closed between Constitution and C Street, and 4th Street between between Pennsylvania and Madison. These closures to remain in place until 10 o'clock tonight. Outer loop of the Beltway after 201 Kenilworth Avenue. That had been the scene of a crash. Watch for response. And in Virginia, one wreck reported on Route 1 south of Russell Road near Corporate Drive. Watch for response there as well. Paraton doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to the forecast with... Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. And for today, we'll have increasing clouds across the area. Temperatures will be rising to the upper 60s to near 70. For tonight, temperatures fall down to the 40s to near 50. Maybe a possibility of a sprinkle of rain. But then sunshine for your Monday. High temperatures in the 60s. Then the temperatures plummet. For Tuesday and Wednesday, high temperatures only in the low 50s. And low temperatures in the mid-30s west of town to about 40 degrees in town. Temperatures right now... In Virginia, 51 for Culpeper, coming in at Stafford at 55 degrees, and Lorton also at 51 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Thanks so much, Clay. And the forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7:10. There's a lot of evidence e-cigarettes are an effective way to help adults stop smoking, but a group of experts says that positive news has been largely overshadowed by media coverage and policies that focus on the potential risk vaping represents for teens. Ken Warner, a retired professor and dean emeritus of the University of Michigan School of Public Health, published a paper about this in a recent issue of Health Affairs along with some colleagues. He talks about it on Skype with 
WTOP's Dimitri Sotis. There's a growing body of evidence that e-cigarettes are helping a subset of adult smokers to quit smoking. And that is extremely desirable given that smoking is the cause, of, it's the leading cause of preventable premature death in our society still today. So when we look at the current measures meant to cut down on teenagers vaping, taxes on e-cigarettes, restricting flavors, how is it that those measures actually may be backfiring? Are we sending people, regardless of their age, back to regular cigarettes? Well, we definitely are not sending them back to regular cigarettes because we've seen the rate of smoking among kids plummet. And in point of fact, it has dropped at its fastest rate ever, precisely during the years of the ascendancy of vaping. This is the opposite of what you would expect if you believe that vaping itself was going to cause more smoking. So in that sense, that very real concern among uh, people has proven to be unwarranted. It is also true, however, that there is evidence primarily produced by economists that policy measures that are intended to protect kids may inadvertently do quite the opposite. So where there have been taxes imposed on e-cigarettes to make them as expensive as cigarettes to raise the tax as much as it would be on cigarettes, we've actually seen both kids and adults revert from e-cigarettes to smoking. And I'm not talking about large numbers here, but enough that it gets statistically significant switches from vaping of e-cigarettes to smoking of conventional combustible cigarettes. And it's certainly an undesirable outcome. We have evidence from several years ago when states passed laws that restricted e-cigarette purchases to people who were 18 and older, the same as with cigarettes at that time, we saw that there was actually a statistically significant increase in the purchase of cigarettes by youth. So many of these policies that are intended to protect young people appear to be backfiring. What is a better plan? Almost certainly the most effective of all would be a set of product regulations, one of which the Food and Drug administration is considering at present to require that all combustible tobacco products have nicotine levels that are not capable of sustaining addiction. In other words, impose a maximum nicotine level so low that it would not sustain addiction. At the same time, however, because there are large numbers of heavily nicotine-addicted smokers, we need to make sure that they have some novel nicotine delivery products available to them that are attractive to them as consumers that will give them the nicotine without subjecting them to the over 7,000 chemicals in cigarette smoke. That's Kenneth Warner, a retired professor and dean emeritus of the University of Michigan School of Public Health. Read more at WTOP.com, search health affairs. Coming up on WTOP, a pro baseball Saturday to remember. Brian Albin is on the way with sports. It's 714. Fall is the perfect season for remodeling your kitchen. And Bray & Scarf is the perfect place to do it. We're the kitchen remodeling experts, handling everything from design to measurement to installation with the area's best selection of cabinets, countertops, and appliances. At Bray & Scarf, we've installed over 20,000 kitchens. Our professional kitchen designers can help you make the most of yours with the easier way to remodel your kitchen, the Bray way. Start creating your dream kitchen at the Bray & Scarf Fall Remodeling Event. Going on now with great deals on the best appliances. Get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe Wall Ovens and Cooktops. And get free basic installation on select Monogram Professional Series appliances. Shop local and visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations. 
or shop online at brandscarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. Going up? If so, you have the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10 to thank for that. IUEC Local 10 are go-to experts for elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. If you need your elevator or escalator project done right, on time, and on budget, go with IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of helmets to hard hats. Get started at IUECLocal10.org. IUEC Local 10, because if it weren't for us, you'd take the stairs. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Brian Albin. It was a wild and wacky Saturday in the Major League Baseball playoffs. It started with JT Realmuto hitting the first postseason inside the park home run in five years to help push the Phillies to an 8-3 win over Atlanta in their first NLCS since 2010. Then the Astros advanced to the ALCS with a 1-0 win in 18 innings over Seattle. Jeremy Pena led off the 18th with a solo shot. It was the first time a postseason game had ever made it to the 18th inning scoreless. Then in Cleveland, the Yankees took a 5-3 lead into the ninth, but in the bottom of the ninth. From the set, and the 1-2. Hit up the middle, a base hit! The tying run is scored! Here comes Rosario with the winning run! And it's pandemonium at Progressive Field! Bob Costas with the call on TBS as the Guardians take a 2-1 series lead on the Yankees on the Oscar Gonzalez walk-off. The Capitals picked up their first win of the season behind three second-period goals and a 3-1 win over Montreal. In college football, Maryland defeated Indiana 38-33 to improve to 5-2 on the season. And in other news, the NBA announced that former NBA and Georgetown star Dikembe Mutombo is undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. The 56-year-old is in Atlanta and said to be in great spirits. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Sports. And the Padres eliminated the Dodgers in 5-3 in a 5-3 win. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden is scheduled to give a speech at a Democratic National Committee event at the Howard Theater in D.C. Tuesday night. Abortion will be in the spotlight. The president also hit the campaign trail with stops in Oregon, California, and Colorado with three weeks left before midterm elections. And at least 11 Russian soldiers have been killed in a shooting incident at a firing range in Russia's western Belgorod region. Russian officials call the incident a terrorist attack. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Leaf watchers say November 1st is the day to circle on your calendar. That's when the autumn leaves will be at their peak. The falling leaves. They say because of a perfect combination of warm weather and cool nights, these could be some of the most vibrant colors we've seen in decades. Best places to travel, the mountains shared by West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia. A combination of elevation and types of trees. West Virginia says they are already seeing leaves at their peak, some even suggesting the fall foliage is competing with the trees of spring. The cherry blossoms. Dale Walters, WTOP News. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s here. Let's go to Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, right now, if you're on the Beltway, keep an eye out in Prince George's County. It is the outer loop after 201 Kenilworth Avenue. The right side was reportedly blocked with that wreck. Not really seeing much of a delay, but you may tap the brakes going by. Stay to the left to get by. If you're on the inner loop of the Beltway, callers report the ramp to 450 or Annapolis Road is currently blocked with the wreck. However, they speculated that it wouldn't be blocked for long. So just keep an eye out in case that ramp is still blocked. You'll have to find another way to get to 450.
from the inner loop of the Beltway. The northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway uh, delays off and on after 198 headed toward 32. The wreck had been on the right shoulder. Keep an eye out for a new crash between 198 and 32 that may have just popped up. If you're on the Bay Bridge, it is the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. The westbound side was blocked for the work, and they were running two-way traffic on the eastbound span of the bridge. Starting to see a delay westbound on Route 50 trying to head toward Route 8, so I'm not sure if they're trying to change this situation at the moment, so stay tuned for what's going on on the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, on Route 1 south of Russell Road, that had been the scene of a crash near Corporate Drive. No major delays, 66, 95, 395, the George Washington Parkway, all in good shape. Back in Maryland, the Laurel area, it is 197 near Brock Bridge Road, a report of a crash. Don't miss legendary Washington quarterback Joe Theismann at WAPA's Federal Summit, an annual member meeting. Learn more at WAEPA.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Clay Anderson. For our Sunday, we won't see as much sun as we experienced yesterday, but temperatures still pretty much on average. High temperatures near 70 degrees. Winds will be light today from the west at about 5 to 10 miles per hour. For tonight, the chance of a light sprinkle across the area and for the Monday morning commute. Otherwise, sun breaks out for Monday, but the approach of a cold front will bring our temperatures dropping Monday night into Tuesday and Wednesday. Highs only in the low 50s, lows in the 40s. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Right now it's 58 degrees in Tyson's Corner, 58 in Crofton, also 58 degrees on Lafont Plaza, brought to you by Linda Plummer, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, more money expected to fund projects meant to unclog three high-traffic state highways in one county. It's 721. I grew up in a family of atheists, and I'm a serious doubter. Yet even I've prayed. I've had a lot of close calls climbing to where I even said, God, if you're there, help me. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and these words were spoken by John Krakauer, a man who almost died on Mount Everest. You know, his words point out a very interesting truth, that unbelief is often head deep and not life deep, and that in time of crisis... Even people who say they don't believe listen to an inner witness that tells them that something bigger and greater than they exists in our universe. Friends, you've got that same inner voice, and I urge you to listen to it and accept Jesus Christ, who is bigger and is greater than anything in this world. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Should pregnant people get the COVID vaccine? Researchers making the case why they should. Details on the way. 722. Engage with innovators, visionaries, and partners in an action-packed day devoted to the possibilities that emerge when government and technology work together. Attend Appian Government 2022 on November 2nd to learn how you can use low code to empower your workforce enhance citizen engagement, and reimagine service delivery. Register today at appiangovernment.com. Appiangovernment.com. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. This is WTOP News. 
723, the Maryland Department of Transportation is expected to give $1.4 million in funding for road improvement projects aimed at unclogging sections of three high-traffic state highways in Anne Arundel County. Projects include one that would add a lane to Ritchie Highway along a section of Route 2 and Arnold running between U.S. Route 50 and Arnold Road. The other two projects include one that would add capacity in bike and pedestrian improvements along Central Avenue and Edgewater between Route 468 and Lock Haven Road and another in Crofton to design a third lane in both directions on Route 3 between Watchapel Road and Route 175. Funding should be distributed next year. Researchers are making their case on why pregnant people should get the COVID vaccine. After reviewing nearly 100 papers that looked into the impact COVID has on pregnant people, researchers are suggesting that people who are pregnant should get the vaccine. Their recommendation is based on data that suggests that the virus could lead to a stillbirth or neonatal death. In very rare instances, pregnant people who got COVID had a complication that makes it impossible for the placenta to provide oxygen to the fetus. Researchers add that a large majority of pregnancies affected by the virus do not result in stillbirth. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. A word of caution this weekend to parents of Montgomery County Public School students from the district's chief medical officer. In a Saturday posting on the district's website, Dr. Patricia Capuna noted that MCPS saw an increase in classroom outbreaks of COVID-19 this past week. Capuna was quick to add that Montgomery County's community risk level remains low. She urged parents and students to continue with good hygiene practices and to get flu vaccinations. The recommendation comes as the district preps for the annual onset of flu season in addition to ongoing monitoring of COVID spread. Mask wearing in classrooms continues to be optional. And students and families in the Montgomery County school system say they are treated unfairly when compared to their white peers. That's according to an audit that took responses from 126,000 members of the community. It found that Spanish-speaking families report bias from staff and that families of color report incidents of bullying and racial harassment. Families also say that the school system fails to address their needs. It also found that while the school system makes an effort to achieve racial equity, some staff are not trained to teach different racial groups histories with nuance and cultural sensitivity. The report 23 recommendations to address the findings and calls for the school system to adopt a comprehensive system-wide approach to anti-racism. Acacia James, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. In recent years, the nation's workforce has helped create a group of people some call newly affluent, the first in their families with significant savings but little understanding or experience in how to make that savings grow. They can't go to the normal places that people have gone to find a financial advisor, ask their parents, ask a cousin, and so they find themselves a little bit shut off. But now Andy Sieg, president of Merrill Wealth Management, says there's an app for that. What we've tried to do is create something as intuitive as a dating app might be and apply that to uh, the market for financial advisors. It's Merrill Advisor Match. Just like a dating app, it builds a profile to advise on who to advise. Clients go through a quick process to tell us a little bit about how they like to receive advice, a little bit about their personality. Sieg says his firm's app won't be the last of its kind because right now with the market kind of scary, it's the perfect time to offer help. The digital revolution is enabling that and the need is there. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden wraps up several days of campaigning out west ahead of next month's midterm elections. It's 727. Everyone in a kitchen cap. 
cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. This is Mike Francesa. Join me each week on the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is real sports talk for the podcast generation. Subscribe to the free Mike Francis podcast today from wherever you get your podcasts. Don't even think about betting this football season until you check out the Sports Betters Paradise podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The top college and pro football handicappers help you along all season long. Subscribe to Sports Betters Paradise wherever you get your podcasts. 